That was a Dragons of Tarkir draft. So that was very shortly after we started playing. Right, and I beat somebody who'd been playing for years and years. That's that's incredible. Was I was I good pretty quick? I guess. Um... That's a, he said. I guess. But I fought it every step of the way. I was like, I'm not gonna play it. And then I had to like convince him to like reorder it on Amazon because he like canceled the order. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Well, when someone was, berates you that much well, about a gift, like, oh, you cancel it. So there was a sliding doors moment where John almost would have canceled it. And if he yeah. had canceled it, then we wouldn't even be here today. That's amazing. Right. Right. Like, it, yeah. Thank goodness that you're a stable, awesome human being. <laughs> How did you guys initially meet, and what was that interaction like? Ooh. <laughs> how long was how long is this podcast? The first text was, "So you are ridiculously hot," and this was probably like <laughs> a.m. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Humans of Magic. This week, we're trying something a little different. We've got the first wife-husband joint interview with the incredible Jamie Topples and John Rigotti. They are absolutely a force to be reckoned with. So much energy, and I had so much fun chatting with them. Jamie is one of the fiercest limited players around and streams at twitch.tv slash Jamie Topples. John is a wonderfully funny and talented musician and was the one who taught Jamie how to play magic. In fact... I'm wondering if the Jamie John series can become a regular thing for Humans of Magic. It was an absolute blast recording with them. If you dig it, please drop a comment, tweet at me, or let me know. Without further ado, please enjoy my conversation with Jamie Topples and John Rigotti. Thank you for tuning in to the audio version of Humans of Magic. This project is a labor of love and I do it on a part-time basis. I wanted to let you know about all the ways that you can support the project. Number one, tell a friend. If you like the content, please pass it on and let others know about the pod. I'm always looking for new listeners. Number two, subscribe to the Humans of Magic YouTube channel. The video version of the podcast is the best one because you can see my guests. You can see all their fun expressions, and it's awesome. Go to humansofmagic.com and find all my social links there, including YouTube. That's humansofmagic.com. Last but not least, I have a Humans of Magic Patreon at patreon.com slash humansofmagic. Totally optional, but your direct support goes a super long way. Patrons will have access to my exclusive Discord chat and will have the ability to suggest future guests. If you like the sound of that, head on over to patreon.com slash humansofmagic. Once again, thank you for being a fan and thanks for listening. Let's get to this week's episode. Jamie, John, how are you, how are you folks or how are you guys doing today? Fantastic. Great. I'm so excited. This is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just relax. This is just, <laughs> we're just talking. Yeah. So <sighs> I'm not okay. good at relaxing. I'm really not. Like, I don't really know how to do it. Like, do you just do it? Like, just, I think so. <sighs> it, it's, it's hard. I'm, I'm actually, I don't know how to do it. 
I'm actually really uh I'm I'm pretty relaxed, but yesterday I was like super stressed out. And I, I, I don't know if I can tell you this. Like, is it okay to tell you this? That you were stressed? Yeah, why I was stressed yesterday and why I'm so relaxed today. I, I assume it's okay to tell us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't know why. It sounds super <laughs> ominous. I'm sorry. No, there's nothing like, there's nothing terrible about this revelation. Like, um, I'm, really, I'm really relaxed today because I just feel like, first of all, John, it's great to meet you. Like, this is the first yeah. time we've ever interacted. But mm -hmm. Jamie, like, just... I feel really relaxed today talking to you because you just have a very awesome personality. It's like whenever I, I hear your podcast or see your stream or like see your random out of nowhere tweets, like I'm just, it's just kind of, it's just kind of delightful. Like it just, it just, you just strike me as someone who has no filter and that's, that's really great. And so I feel like yeah. that's why I'm going to be relaxed today is because like, I'm not going to be like scared about like, what am I, what do I, what am I going to say? What is she going to say? And all this stuff, like, it's just going to be hopefully fun. Hopefully I haven't scared you by saying all that. You might need to be scared about what she'll say. No, no, <laughs> no, we, we, we talked about this. There's okay. posts. We can, yeah. we can do stuff in posts. Yes. Post-production yes. is magical. That's right. Uh, it is. Yeah, maybe, maybe yeah. John can help me with that. I think John, you're, you're more like a technical, you're a musician, right? Yeah. Well, musician is a strong word. I play music. No, you, no, you are selling you, yourself no, short. No, he you, is so no. talented. Like I'm serious. Like it's wild. Like I've gotten to hear him like practice like pretty much every day for like 10 years. Hmm. How many instruments do you play John? Um, like I play a guitar. So that also means I can play bass because they're like the same. Um, <laughs> and then I sing and I play a little bit of drums and I started learning piano at one point, but then this lovely lady peed all over it. He's pointing to the cat, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the audio listeners. So then I couldn't practice anymore because you can never really get the smell of cat pee out of yeah. things, especially a piano that's like already a hundred years old. Um, so now we have this pea-soaked piano in our basement that I can't get rid of because it was my mom's piano when she was a kid and mm, she sounded really upset when I said I want to get rid of it. Well, it is a piano now. Yes, it is a, a certified piano. <laughs> I, I got that. I got that joke. I got that joke. So John, you definitely are a musician. Uh, and by the way, I just, I just asked you like, like an arrogant guy, like how many instruments do you play? I play zero. So, um, <laughs> I, I just wanted to test you. So yeah. How many um, instruments do you play? <laughs> negative one. Like <laughs> I think I used to play the ukulele in elementary school and I, I kind of gave up that, so uh, cool. that career. Yeah. Yeah. I think I played the recorder. Is it called the recorder? I could yeah. do hot cross buns on. The recorder, yeah. but that was I pretty much it. saxophone in, in fourth grade. That's yeah, a good so, one. so don't undersell yourself. You are a musician. Like if you yeah. can play instruments and you can create a song, which you guys have done. Um, and Jamie, like how artist, how musical are you? I mean, I know you've got a lovely voice, but, uh, do you also play instruments or like, no. do you do the, um, <laughs> harpsichord or whatever? Well, I mean, I've been messing around on the synthesizer thingy. I hand her the keyboard and, and say, I play around. Hit, hit things. But sometimes it works and yeah. it's cool. And then I say, stop hitting things. And then we're going to okay. 
these three notes that you played a minute ago. So, so Jamie, <laughs> Jamie's like the, the DJ, right? Like it looks like she, she's looking cool in the background and it, there's like a whole setup. And then all she does yeah. is just press that key. And she, then it's like, that, like, it's like that meme and, uh, hyping the crowd up. Yeah. That's an important one though. It is. The hype woman is very important. Um, right. Are you classically, okay. are you classically trained in singing, Jamie? Like, uh, your voice is pretty, pretty good. Thank you. Um, <laughs> she loves compliments. Okay, for, no. for people who are listening to the audio, like John just patted Jamie on the head <laughs> just now. So well, okay, so like words of affirmation, that's my love language, right? Mm. So like when people like say nice things to me, I'm like, okay, thank you. And like so I can't get him to do it though, ever. Yeah. It's terrible. I don't I don't speak okay. that language. He speaks his own love language. Everything's it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, love opposites attract. Opposite but he just tells me attract. like that I'm difficult to work with, you know. <laughs> What? In, in what sense? Like, do you guys have a professional working relationship or is it, is it like just the music? <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever said that. Well, well, okay. So here's the thing. When I hear, I just, I have like, oh, criticism's really hard for me. Like, it just sounds like it's like blown out of proportion. So like when we're messing around making stuff, like even if you say like the littlest thing, I'm like, oh my God, I'm terrible. Like, this is bad. I shouldn't be doing this. Like I struggle with that a lot, but how I deal with that is like, yeah, like, I don't know. Just it. It's funny to have bloopers or whatever. Are we talking about making music or what? I don't oh know. no! Yes, okay. We're, I was talking about making music with you. Oh. Um, I am not classically trained, but when I was a kid, I was left alone a lot, and I sung and danced a lot. To Madonna was a big one. Um, yep. I got out fly swatters and did like a interpretive dance with them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I did. I took oboe lessons. I took some. What, what is opa? I actually don't know what that is. An oboe? It's oboe. Oh, oh, oboe. I'm sorry, I misheard. I heard oba. I was like, wow, is that oba. some sort of new like, alternate style. reality abba record? <laughs> um. Okay, wait. So I did take some singing lessons. He got me singing lessons for Christmas one year. Oh my gosh, he got me such influential Christmas presents. Actually. Yeah. She wasn't very good. Uh, what, what did you What did you learn in those singing lessons? Um, that I don't breathe properly at all. My, she was like, how are you alive? Like, <laughs> for real. She, yeah. Okay. So she said that like the same sort of, how thing are you literally other... alive? <laughs> but she wasn't good at teaching how to breathe. So like, right. She's just like, do it better. It's she's like, just um... like, breathe more. I'm like, I don't, am I not breathing enough? I don't yeah. understand. What what's the saying? Like those who do do, those who don't do teach. I, I have no idea. And she well, she she was a very good singer. Yeah, though. she does yeah. very well, but she doesn't teach very well. It's kind of like um, people who are naturally good at something aren't necessarily good at teaching it because it just it comes to them, so they don't know how to explain the step by step process, how to um, how to do it to, for someone else. So I don't know. That's the kind yeah. of teacher she was, I guess. I hear I am ripping on our poor old voice teacher who. She's excellent. No, she was great. She's super funny too. I learned, I, she helped yeah. me like be more confident. And that was, the, I think that's what I need. It's hard. Are you, are you generally a, a, a confident person, Jamie, or, or not no. a confident person? No, not at all. <laughs> You're a streamer. Um, how can you not be confident? I mean, you have chat telling know. you how to do like, your thing. I don't know. I've sort of just like struggled the whole way, but like I had a lot of fun doing it because I'm just used to the struggle, I guess. Like I still have, I have so much fun, but I just like 
have so much anxiety. Like it's been, it's, it's gotten a lot better over the years and I'm definitely in a better place now. But like when I first, I don't know how I like even got started streaming or like why I did it. I just walked up stairs one day and you're like, I'm streaming magic. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but like, I can't Surprise. Fathom why I wanted to do it. Like, I mean, I do, I know why. Do we want to talk about magic already? Dang it. Yeah, we should, right? I guess it is called Humans of Magic. I mean, whatever you want. <laughs> we can. No, like magic has changed my life so much for the better. For the better. Wait, is that like, how you met John? Like you said he taught you magic, right? He did teach me magic. But that was the year that we got married, actually. 2014. Okay. Um, Christmas. He got it for me as a present. And I don't know if you know the story, but. So was it a secret that John played magic? Like he kept it from you all these years until you got married and he's like, surprise. Well, kind of, yeah, it was a secret. <laughs> I played as a kid in like 94, 95, probably through about 97. And then I quit because I was a poor child with an allowance that couldn't support a magic habit. Like I'm sure a lot of children out there. Plus, my friends kind of stopped playing and whatever. And then one day we were, fast forward 17 years or so, we were playing um, some card game with our friend. And Jamie's like, I like, ha I, I like having cards in my hand. <laughs> I did. I said that. I said and that. it just, something clicked in my head like, oh, I should get magic cards for for Christmas. That might be fun to, to like play. So I bought dual decks. Uh, monsters vs. Heroes, and I got like a cons fat pack. Um, and I was too excited to get them because I just remembered how much I loved magic. So I, I, I showed Jamie the Amazon order. I'm like, look what we're gonna get. This will, this will be a lot of fun. And she freaked out. <laughs> she started crying. I did. I did. I was like, like, no. What? Why? I know, right? She's like, <laughs> Because you felt like you were dragged into some sort of nerd activity or what? Yeah, she's like, that's too much money. Like, I don't want to learn something new right now. Oh, that's, that's, that's such a terrible I want to stick to singing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, no, it's so embarrassed. Okay, so uh, my whole life, I just feel like I get so embarrassed because I do stuff. <laughs> like, why did I do that? Yeah. Looking back, I'm just like, wow, I was such a jerk. I was like, this is the worst gift. Like, why would you get this? Like, because I thought it was like, it was going to take four hours to play one game. And like, it was super duper complicated. And like, you had to read all these cards. And it was like a freaking book on all the cards. It wasn't back then, though. It was like, it really wasn't. Here you are after spending 8,000 hours playing Magic. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was a great Fast forward 8,000 hours. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I fought okay. it every step of the way. I was yeah. like, I'm not going to play it. And then I had to like convince him to like reorder it on Amazon because he like canceled the order. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And well, when someone was, berates you that much well, about a gift, oh, you cancel it. So there was a sliding doors moment where John almost would have canceled it. And if he yeah. had canceled it, then we wouldn't even be here today. That's amazing. Right. Right. Like, it, yeah. Thank goodness that you're yeah. a stable, awesome human being. <laughs> that doesn't cancel Amazon orders at the drop of a hat. Okay. Um, well, yeah. So, can. well, then I ordered it again. I ordered something. Oh, different. the conviction is there for magic. I love it. Yeah. 
I think I just ordered the dual decks after that. I canceled the fat pack. You did cancel the fat pack. Oh my god, there might have been lands in there. Well, then we got a box. Oh, okay. Then we got a box. Everything's and fine. Then we got like, okay. a bunch of holiday packs. We did. Oh my god. <laughs> so after, yeah. after she got a taste for magic, <laughs> uh, she like ran out to Target for something else, and then she calls me and she's like, "There's magic cards here. Should I buy them?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh no, she's hooked." <laughs> Well, okay, so I used to be an extreme couponer, okay? Which, what that really means is, like, your embarrassment threshold for, like, returning stuff is, like, zero. Or, like, walking out of the store with having paid, like, five cents for, like, hundreds of dollars worth of stuff or whatever. She returned a, a comforter that we had used for two years because it wasn't soft enough anymore. It was the Bed Bath & Beyond, okay? I don't False feel advertising. It was not like a mom-pa store, okay? It was, it was like yes, big It's fine. I mean, stick, stick it to the man, the corporate that's man. Right. It's, all, it's all good. We, I don't that's, that's why they're going out of business. <laughs> <laughs> it's the butterfly effect, Topples edition. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, okay, so at Target, they did this thing. They always do this thing every year when holiday stuff, if it's been out for a few weeks, it starts to go on sale or whatever afterwards. So it, like, gets marked down to, like, 70% off. So I was able to talk them into getting the holiday box for like 70% off. You negotiate yeah, sure. that that's incredible. Like you actually managed to get the price down in a like in a like more than a retail once. place. Yeah. And this Are, was the, it was the cons of Tarkir holiday po holiday box. So it was like five packs. She, I don't know, she got them for like seven dollars. And then we were pulling fetch lands. Oh <laughs> So you, you were a magic player before becoming a magic player, like hashtag value. Like you just know how to get the most out of every, yeah, definitely. everything. She didn't know she was a magic player when I, when I bought the cards for her and then she, well, I still don't know, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> so what was that initial experience? Like just playing magic for the first time, Jamie, like did John teach you how to play magic or he did. He taught me at the kitchen, at our kitchen table. I was classically trained. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Yeah. It was, I loved it. I mean, right off the bat, I mean, it was very difficult. So at first I was like, oh, but I was like, I'm going to learn this because I was such a jerk to him. Like, I have to give this my attention and try my best because I was such a jerk. <laughs> you were a jerk, yeah. <laughs> well, I paid attention though, and I got, I got pretty good. Not right away. He so, let me Jamie, win. did you did you did you guilt John into doing this today with me? No. Mm -mm. Okay. No, it's just, okay. It's been like such a part of my journey. Like I I like to share this stuff with him. Like I want him to be a part of it. Okay. So for John, the, blink twice those... as you're being held hostage right now. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. For those listening, uh, I was not put under any sort of duress to be here. Yeah. I did this of my Just own volition. Awesome. Awesome. So how, how does one go from, well, I, you kind of answered it. Like one day you just started <laughs> streaming. Like, was that the story? Like you just, you just found like twitch.tv one day and you just, you just like it, F it, it. Let's just try it. <laughs> I mean, kind of pretty much like, I guess that's like how a lot of my big life decisions are. It's just like F it. Let's try it. <laughs> that was, I think the only time she's ever set anything up. Uh, technologically by herself. I did. I don't even know. Like that's how a I lot that. of work, though, to stream. <laughs> yeah. Like, so there must have been there must have been something like really compelling you to stream. I mean, I watched 
a few streams back then. Like I watched Kenji and Gabby and Marshall whenever he would stream. Um, and I think Jamie saw that and was like, "That's that seems fun. Uh, Gabby's stream made me really want to stream because she just was so sweet and kind and she always looked like she was having fun and she just like played with her whole heart, you know? And I was like, I can do that too. I want to do that too. And her community was awesome. She's yeah. What's, great. what's, uh, what was Gabby's, uh, like group called? Was she like the brood mother? I can't remember the name, but the, like, yeah. she's very like Vipers welcoming to other yeah. Vipers. The, Vi right. the uh, Vipers. The Vipers. Ambush Viper. That's right. Yes. That's Were that's her card, it? right? I was. Because you couldn't remember the name. <laughs> okay, so I have a bad memory. I'm kind of like that. Do you watch JoJo? I, I do a little bit, yeah. But okay, have you seen I, the I, new season? To, I have not seen the new season. Oh, okay. Is it, is it well, good? Well, there's just one person who she can only remember three things. And as soon as there's a fourth thing, she can't remember it. I'm kind of like that. I feel like Dory. Don't don't worry about it. This this is this is the vibe that I felt when I listened to the Your Ponder podcast, and I I, I was fully ready today. So uh, okay, that's cool. why that's why we've got um we've got John here, and we've got that's right. you know and yeah, yeah you know great. he's the yeah honestly every so, day's an adventure. It's great. <laughs> just 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 to refine this. Um, so how did you go from playing Magic to watching Magic content? Because there's 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 obviously a sequence, right? Like you. I know yeah. this one. This, I have an answer, a good answer for this. Um, because okay. like, that's what really got me into it. And that's what made me really want to like be a part of the community and stuff is we watched every episode of Spellslingers. Oh my gosh. Did you watch Spellslingers? I watched, uh, some episodes. I think it's the one with day nine. And, uh, mm -hmm. like there were some big, big episodes back in the day that were very influential. I remember. This is our other cat, Giuseppe. <laughs> oh, she's <laughs> he's so big how 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 big is he like how 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 heavy is he um, he's, he was 16 pounds the last time we weighed him right i thought he was like 18 he's probably about 20 pounds <laughs> wow that's a big cat just like well he eats all of the food from the other cats he's so. bossy yeah how, how can you give... um how do you deal with that? Because I have that problem too. One of our cats just eats more than the other. Like, yeah, I you just can't really discipline cats. The other one. Okay. I, uh, I yeah. feel bad. Where there's a will, there's a way. And you less food because yeah. then she won't eat anything. So right. he's just gonna be fat, I guess. Mm -hmm. But destined to be. He's really happy. Yeah, he. He loves yeah. his kibble. I don't know. How <laughs> to deprive him of that? Is that the, that's the other cat in the background? That's Francesca. Yeah. Oh, that, that was the cat at the beginning, right? Francesca. Yeah. Okay. She's the mm -hmm. tiny one. Got it. And then there's Got the it. dog right here. That's Enzo. Oh, Enzo is <laughs> just, just hanging out in the back he, of the chair. He always seems to be behind He always him. steals my chair. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then you just sit on it anyways. It's all, and then you can share. It's good. Well, I'm just uncomfortable and he's back there doing whatever he needs to do. He's really cute. That's what he does. How, and how big or how heavy is Enzo? He's about 20 pounds too. Okay. But that's, so that's actually right. nice. It's like, if you, if you, it's almost like, um, like a backrest, right? It's kind of like a soft backrest. You can <laughs> kind of like, he's warm, but he's not very yeah. soft. 
<laughs> okay, just just um, big and hard. Solid. All right, yeah, yeah. It's a solid okay. boy. Oh my okay, gosh, so anyways, so... Jamie, you were saying you got into uh, uh, some sorts of magic content. You said you knew the answer. Yes. So spell slingers, we watched like every episode, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, okay, so. I feel like I should probably say at some point, I do have bipolar disorder, so I get a little bit manic from time to time. And I do believe some of that probably was a thing. Do you think you were, you were <laughs> manic and that's when you booted up OPS for the first time? <laughs> for real, like that gives me like the energy to like push through um, any like frustration and stuff. Because mm -hmm. um, back then it was like, I, I wasn't treated for it. I was treated for like anxiety. I didn't even know I was bipolar until like 2020. Um, mm, that was quite okay. an adventure, but yeah. Okay. So I think that actually is probably what boosted me into it. I mean, so maybe spell slingers into, into streaming that, that was the, that well, was we the also watched walking the planes, like every episode of it. I can't remember if that was before or after you started streaming though. It was like towards the beginning, but I was like, oh my gosh, like, I saw the episode with Eric and Athena Froelich, and I was like, they are so adorable. I want to be friends with them. And, like, it's weird because then I actually made a podcast with Athena, and then Eric hung out in my stream a bunch. Yeah. Oh, like, nice. Like, in the beginning. What's, he's really uh, good at Hangman. Very good at that game, yeah. He, he, he's really, yeah, I mean, uh, really good at Hangman, you said? <laughs> we did that, like, between rounds, because back then, like, you played, like, in pod, and you would have time between right yeah. so i would do like games like that or a draw like magic cards poorly like yeah it was fun she would do ma like magic card hangman and magic from like a dictionary too yeah pick a card from the set and like do hangman with it and eric would get it on like two letters or just like no letter <laughs> like get out of For here real, it was really good <laughs> <laughs> what was the what was the hardest hangman uh magic related hangman that you did that you can remember Oh God, that I can remember. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Please don't say Jace. J-A-C-E. That was really this hard. This was very early. I've been streaming for seven years, right? That's so weird. That's weird. Are you, are you one of the OGs of streaming limited? I guess. I mean, like, like Kenji and Gabby came before me, mm -hmm. but she did right. like not limited. There were other people, like there are people who are gone now, like. Paul Chion, um, Neil Oliver, Moto Grinder was big. Mm -hmm. Actually, it was in a pod, uh, a storybook brawl pod with him the other day. Mm. <laughs> it was kind of funny. There's a lot of big names nice. in magic who play storybook brawl. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we used to binge a lot of magic content, and I think that's kind of what inspired her to stream. So Spell Slingers, we would just whenever we eat dinner we watch something on tv so at that point we would just turn on twitch or like turn on some youtube video of magic and that, that was like our entertainment i couldn't get enough of it at the time but okay so i didn't go from that to that okay we started at the kitchen table and then sometime he was like do you want to go try this thing is called pre-release and i was like no i don't want to go play magic with people in a store why would I want to do that? And then, like, he convinced me to. So then we went and played, and I was like, this is great. And then he's like, okay, do you want to try a draft? And I'm like, no. Like, I don't want to go back there and try a draft. Like, that's going to be really hard. I think I'll do these pre-release things or whatever. But he convinced me to go, and I went. And I was so proud of myself. Okay, it was a three-color set. 
it was Dragon's Reforged, and we're driving, and he's like, this is a three-color set. Dragon's Reforged. Faith Reforged. Faith Reforged. <laughs> Dragon's of Tarkir. Which one was it? Dragon's, Dragon's Reforged is coming next year. Okay. <laughs> no. Which was, timeline was it? No. It was Fate Reforged. Fate Reforged. See? Okay, but it, you know what? I drafted three colors, and I was so happy. I was like, look at my deck. This is awesome. And he's like, that's banned. That's not a thing. She drafted a shard, a shard <laughs> and a wedge set. <laughs> okay, so then, oh my gosh, do you remember Planeswalker points? And like, I love that. So that was like such a cool thing that they did that every FNM. So I was like, okay, I got to get my points up. I got to do this, this. So I was like, we got to go every week, right? I got into it pretty quickly. So we, we did. We went to FNM like very frequently for a long time. And, um, through Ether Revolt, I think we went to FNM every week. So. It's like a couple of years, I think. Yeah. Which is like unreal because I do not like to leave the house. Like there's really cool stuff to do at my house. I don't like to leave it. So the fact that I got out of the house every week to go play magic was kind of absurd thinking back. What yeah. did you, what did you, uh, what did you enjoy about actually going to the LGS to do that? Like, what was it in particular? Well, I just met, like, people that I wouldn't have otherwise met who, like, I became really good friends with. Um, the manager at our LGS is one of our really good friends. And, um, yeah, I just, I have, like, there's such good stories. Like, I remember there was this one, like, end boss. His name is Gary Gold. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get him. Like, he would just beat me every time. And he was really good. Um, and then one time, one time I mulliganed to four and I beat him and I felt like, Ooh, like the biggest freaking hero. Like I just, I was like, yes, got him. But I didn't say it like that. I kept it all inside kind of, but you could probably tell in my face. I was super happy. <laughs> <laughs> you strike me as someone who's very, that would find it difficult to conceal her, um, feelings on, on her face. <laughs> so, yeah. so he was probably like, he was pretty mad actually. It was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> He went to a friend's house to draft. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, no. And, you know, everyone's just, everyone's, like, having a couple beers, re relaxing, playing magic, laughing. And then Jamie beats our one friend, and she's like, did I just 2-0 you? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I, talking about this stuff, I'm, can I say asshole? I'm, like. You can say like, anything you want. This is not cool. a kid's show, so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like. I didn't realize I, I don't mean to be a jerk. Like was, was just, that, was that person being an ass? Is that what it was? No. He laughed. He thought it was. Yeah. Hilarious. I mean, <laughs> I just was genuinely surprised because that was pretty early. Like I felt yeah. like I improved a lot very quickly and I know why, because you're a really good teacher. Well, the, that was a dragons of Tarkir draft. So that was very shortly after we started playing. Right. And I beat somebody who'd been playing for years and years. That's, that's incredible. <gasps> was I, was I good pretty quick? I guess. Um, that's a, he said. I guess. Yeah. I. That's that's a that's that a high compliment, and I, I can put the. I'm already putting the dots together. I like if you're really good at just talking out loud, that makes you a good streamer. I think. I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm not a streamer, yeah. but I feel like that's one of the qualities that would help if you want to do it right. Because like you have to literally talk out loud, right? Mm -hmm. So. Well, and especially at first, because you don't have people watching you to like play off of, right? Like you, it, and if you want people to stay, they have to have something to get to know you. You can't just sit there and like do nothing. Yeah. 
So what, what was that initial experience like streaming, like starting with zero viewers? Like what was it that? It was like? weird. It was weird, <laughs> but like, it was cool. Okay. So I started streaming. My main motivator was like, I want to get really good at this game really quickly. Like I just wanted to be like the very best. So that, yeah, was my motivation. I was like, I'm going to learn a lot from people like picking apart my plays and like telling me what's up. Yeah, I think you got smushed at FNM one week and you're like, I'm sick of losing. I want to. That's right. I want power. That's right. Baby wants power. <laughs> power of knowledge. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so that, that actually was a, a motivator for you to stream. It was like, you actually wanted to get better and, and play more and, and get I wanted to feedback. beat up on you. Like you, he would beat me a lot. Like if we would play. I still do. I, yes. But so I was so mad because he told me later on that he let me win like early on, but like he had to though, I'm sure, because it would have been so frustrating to just lose game after game after game. Yeah. And then one time we were teaching some other friends how to play and our poor friend was there trying to cast a creature and Jamie's like, can I counter that? And I'm like, that's the first spell she ever cast in a magic game. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Oh, oh my god! <sighs> so, so John, you've been you, John. Like, what's your experience? Because you said you started in the nineties and then it, it, it stopped for you for a really long time. And then, how, what's your what's your relationship with Magic now? Are you are you an active player or? Yeah. Um, uh, to be honest, Storybook Brawl has gotten my attention more recently, but uh, it's good. Yeah, I I draft a good bit. So, I don't know. Okay. Not quite are, are as you, do you anger. guys Do you guys stream together? Is that is that what happens on a regular? Sometimes. O occasionally. It used to be more frequent. Like, pretty much every time she would stream, I would come up and stream with her. But, um, I don't know. She streams so, a lot uh, more now, so I don't... <laughs> that's true. I was, right? was going to ask what happened. I guess Storybook Brawl and also well, just... No, even before that, I kind of stopped. I mainly just do stuff downstairs and harass her from chat. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Harass is the wrong word. Is Friendly it? trolling. Mm. Friendly trolling. Yeah. Every, every Twitch chat needs that. I think. Yes. It just mm -hmm. naturally devolves into that. If you're not careful, I, from my experience. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, so yeah, I mean, how, how did you go from uh, streaming for a handful of people to, to growing your viewership like was it like what did you do it, like honestly i don't really know i just did it basically well, okay so i guess december 2015 was like my first stream so that's a year after i started playing magic which like thinking back like that's wild because like i was probably like horrible right <laughs> And just putting that out there in front of people, my gosh. But that must have been really compelling, actually. Like, watching people learn a new game, especially a game that they really love, is must be really cool. Mm -hmm. So um, how, you just you just kept plugging away at it? You just started streaming? Yeah. Is it, like, daily? Or, or what was the frequency? Well, so January 2016. You can actually, like, look at, like, tr Twitch trackers and stuff and see stuff like this, I think. I don't know if they go that far back. Uh, yeah, not, well... Maybe. Like the main I audience. think so, because I thought I had started in January, and then somebody's like, no, you had one in December. And I was like, oh, okay, actually. well, actually. Yeah. Actually, um, you got fact-checked. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. The, yeah, so um, in January, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to try and make this a thing. I'm going to stream a few times a week, every week. But I don't really know, like... It was more like 
you would play Magic anyway, so you're like, why don't I just stream? Yeah. Well, I was playing a ton uh. of Magic. And I didn't want to just play by myself. That was another thing, too. I felt like... Yeah, I think that was part of why you started streaming. Or maybe the reason. Because I was playing on Moto, and I'm like, this is how you get better. That You get a lot of reps in on Moto. And she's like, I don't want to play that. And that looks stupid. <laughs> And so weird. you're like, the only way I'm going to play that is if I'm streaming it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so did you stream Moto for a while? Like you stream, you yes. streamed uh, yes. Moto like, Limited on Moto? I did. And it took me a long time to move from Moto over to Arena mm -hmm. because I was so yeah. hesitant to play bot drafts. I was like, that's terrible. I don't want any of that. Yeah. Yeah. What's up with they're... those bots? Like they're not real. <laughs> Well, it's just like it okay so then it becomes like really homogenized right like when you have bot drafts there's like a certain pattern to how the drafts go and so you end up in the same decks very frequently versus like i think it's much healthier on um moto for sure mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well arena has but no arena drafts, still yeah. gets homogenized too because you play cross pod so you do the same thing on moto <laughs> i know i miss pod drafts a lot is that how is that how moto works you like i for the record, I am extremely pro Moto. Uh, I'm also yeah. the weirdo who started playing Arena and then started learn and then learned Moto and just basically stayed on Moto. That? Yeah, because it's no, actually like real that. magic. Yeah, I like. I no offense. Sorry, sorry. No, Jamie. no, no. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I, I like yeah. Moto better than Arena. Although I primarily play Arena because I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> There's also some stuff that you you can't you have to do on Moto, right? Like if you want to play certain uh, constructed formats uh, yeah. that shall not be named, I guess, because everyone loves Arena and Historic <laughs> and Alchemy, blah blah blah. But uh, and also like uh, the Vintage Cubes are are great on on Moto, yeah. right? You can't do that on on a Arena. But I guess we don't have to mention Moto because like as far as I'm concerned, like you're just a like. Is that is that the agenda? Like, if you stream Arena, like you just don't want people to like ever see you play Moto. Is that like is it hard like to I hide it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just feels like every person I've ever talked to who who plays Arena is just like Moto is like an abomination, and it and it is. But it's like people just want to hide it, right? It's it's more like everyone stops watching when she flips over. Like Moto. I lose half my numbers. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So like yeah. it's just rough. Like if, being an Arena streamer, I feel like I have to like. Just do that because that's what people like to watch. It's a more it's a more pleasant viewing experience when it's not yeah. like crashing or whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> the, uh, oh. cause, cause, some of the bigger yeah because I'll go ahead yeah some of the bigger names like Kenji or Caleb get away with streaming Moto because like I don't know why <laughs> honestly but <laughs> yeah I mean. Uh, uh, like other people who don't play a lot of the older formats and their audience isn't used to that, like they'll just start being super critical of the Moto interface, saying, "Oh, this is what is this an Excel spreadsheet?" Every time. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's a it's a it's an awesome Excel spreadsheet. I mean, Magic yeah. is Excel. No, I'm just kidding. Well, yeah. um, I also just like really know like knowing my rating, like. I was obsessed with my rating when I played on Moto. You were. Every yeah. day I'd be like, oh my God, did it go up? And at, oh my God, the peak was at, I remember it, it's 1902. That was my peak. I peaked. Yeah. You you hit 19? That's, that's 1902. incredible. Yeah. Like when I used to yeah. play Moto, 
I have to quit because I was too addicted to it. <laughs> That's say something about me. Um, I play mostly constructed, but I was like checking my moto rating more than I check my Twitter notifications, which is like <laughs> insane. Like I was checking my rating after like every match and I was just playing these like inconsequential leagues. And I, I still cared about that crazy number. It was just really unhealthy. So I had to stop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but, when you start just focusing on the numbers. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah. 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 Um, but, but anyway, so, 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 uh, Sorry, there's a lot enough about me. Back to you. So going back, like you're streaming, you're streaming Moto, and then did you start uh, going into Arena like as soon as Arena was in beta, or what was the deal? No, no, I didn't want to do it. I was like, no, I don't want to bot draft. I'm just going to stay here. And like, I probably should have moved to Arena sooner. Like that would have like mm -hmm. helped with stream growth, probably. But I just was very attached to Moto. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good that uh, I'm happy that you you're admitting that because I, I love Moto as well. I mean, it's, don't don't be ashamed to say that you love Moto. Yeah, I mean, we all <laughs> love Moto here. This is like pro Moto chat right here. Yeah. 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 Okay. And Aww. then and then was it was it just like the 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 beck and call of like the viewership? Like, is that why you moved over to uh, Arena? I, I guess because like, well, it's weird because I don't. I actually don't like to think about people like listening or watching my content. <laughs> like I have to like almost like separate that because if I start to think about it, then I get like really nervous. So, and it's, that sounds ridiculous because I've been doing it for years, right? Like I should be comfortable with it. So like whenever people invite me on like anything, I'm always like, so nervous, but I wasn't nervous with you because I sent we like message back and forth. And I felt like very prepared. Yes. So that helped. And I listened to yes. Marshall's episode and I listened to Alex Haynes episode. Oh, awesome. Yes. Awesome. And I need to go back and listen to a bunch of them. I'm planning on listening to all of them. Awesome. Yeah. I, I believe uh Talia Vest recently gave you a shout out when I interviewed her. I love her. Yeah. She's so sweet. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. We, we played a lot of among us in 2020. And yeah. she just cracks me up. She's great. She said that you were like very inspirational to her as a, as a content creator. Like I say Aww. that totally non-ironically, like she actually, she said that that was, it was really nice of her. Yeah. She's so sweet. Huh? Yeah. Why, okay. So I remember that I met her at our, the very last event we went to before COVID hit. It was, well, it already hit, but we didn't really know. It was February, uh, 2020. We went to New Jersey and January, January. Are you sure it was January? It was like late January. Okay, oh, so you guys, January. John, you have a good memory. That's, that's incredible. Thank goodness. <laughs> I mean, it was a kind of turning point in history, so it's easy to pinpoint. Yeah, yeah, I guess you remember that. That's true. That's fair. Yeah. Also, I have another frame of reference, which was I got really sick on like Valentine's Day weekend, which was like probably COVID looking back on it, but I didn't get anyone else sick, which was weird. Um. So then I, yeah. I was wondering, like, was it close enough to the GP that I could have gotten it from that? Anyway, mm. it wasn't. It was, I don't know. Okay. Tangent. Anyway, that's why I, I remember when this GP uh, was. Yes. Yeah. So, so that's where, that's when you met, that's where you met Tal Talia or you guys I, met Talia. Yeah. So okay. I was with, I was making videos for Channel Fireball back then. And they invited us. It was me and Lady Lavinius. And who else was it? It was Ben. Was it Ben Wheeler? Yeah. They invited us to do, uh, oh, it was like a, what was it? 
Mystery booster. Mystery drafts. booster drafts. I was like, can John come in too? Like, can we both do this? We got to do it for free. And he opened a freaking mana crypt. Ooh. I like, yeah. It was so good. Best EV. Yes. <laughs> good EV. <laughs> so, yeah. And it was, okay. So I remember looking around the room and just being like, this is amazing that we have this many people that want to be here for magic. Like, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. I just remember thinking mm-hmm. that and be like feeling so grateful. And then, like, later that felt, like, extra potent because we hadn't been able, we didn't play magic with people for a long time because of COVID or whatever. But This has nothing to do with Talia. No, I'm so sorry. But I met her there and I met um, Hunter. Hunter Pants. Yeah. Um, He was also one of the, like, earlier viewers in my stream that I, like, remember because he was, um, you know, he's Hunter Pence, right? Like, I didn't know who he was at first. I just yelled at him a bunch. I was like, no, what are you telling me to do that? That's wrong. Like, what What the hell? Like, I would just, like, argue with pros and, like, yeah. like He's not a magic. Well, you're the pro of magic. He's the pro of something else. So that <laughs> yeah. it, you, it's it's fair game. So yeah. Right. It, like, yeah. transfers, I think. Yeah. But he was, like, okay. a fan of the stream. So um, Which was, he, yeah. he came to that GP. And we, we talked to him for a bit. He's a real cool guy. I was, like, a little yeah. bit salty. And he, like, he was, like, so cool because he he's, like, just think about how cool it is for your opponent when they win and, like, try to share in their joy and stuff. And I was, like, yeah, that's cool. I'll try that. And, I mean, mm. he has the, the cred to make that, like, a, a solid statement there, you know? Yeah, he just yeah. has a big heart. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm trying to say he's... He was a professional baseball player, so like, I I, I picked up on that. That's that's yeah. what I assume when John said. That I don't know if now. Jamie. Yeah. Picked oh up on well, that. I don't know. Like <laughs> whatever. I don't like sports. Just don't do it for me. I it only very recently in okay, like maybe like in the last few years, I realized that sports wasn't just like having like a strong body. Like you need like a good mental. Strong body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's way I mean, more. Magic's kind now. of a sport. It's a mental sport. Right. I, yeah, for yeah, sure. I, I, I don't want to use the word esport, but it's it's a sport. Like it's a mental. It's like chess. It's an M sport, a mental sport. Well, because yeah, you <laughs> yeah. really have to get a mental sport. <laughs> <laughs> we can't say esports anymore. Cause... Why? That's right. Because wizards gave up on that. Oh, maybe not. Maybe those esports for magic are dead. No. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Wait. Okay, okay. The last GP, listen. That was very... It hit me hard because I also played What's-His-Face. Who did I play in the last round? Um, Jabberwocky. Yeah, what's his real name now? Logan Nettles. Yeah. Yeah, I sat down and I was like, I know who you are. <laughs> the and then we uh, playing and I was Jabberwocky. Moto Grinder, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's like, excellent. But I was talking to him, like, I would talk to, like, people in a stream. Like, I was just, like, we were playing or whatever. And at one point, he's like, can we just, like, talk at the end? Like, he was super nice about it. He's like, can we just talk at the end? I'm, like, trying to focus here. I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, that was so awkward. Like, oh, no. And then. Okay. Okay. But, yeah, so then I ended up winning. And I felt really cool because I was like, whenever you beat a pro, it just felt so cool. Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I was actually just thinking about that this morning. It's just like, has anyone ever done like a TikTok meme or something around like 
what if what if you do streaming IRL? Like, what if you just behave like a streamer? Like when you're just walking around in real life, like just just like pretending there's the Twitch chat or just talking to yourself or like you you could do that skit. Like th that idea is free. Like I don't know if someone's already done it, but that would be amazing. I think if someone that'd did be a skit so like funny. That. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Are do you do you do do you do skits? Are you on TikTok and Instagram? Are you like doing the all that stuff or? No. So like technology, like just yeah, it, it like scares me. I don't know. Like I just get like really frustrated when stuff doesn't work. And like if I don't know why something doesn't work, then I I get really stuck because I I need to know the why, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna but get it's pretty into easy, it. right? Like TikTok, you just record yourself. I mean, I'm not saying it's easy. I mean, the content is not easy. But like, is is there something about that that just like frustrates the heck out of you? Like, if you try no, so TikTok is actually really appealing. I watch a lot of TikTok, a lot, not a lot of magic TikTok, a little bit of magic TikTok. Um, yeah. But like, I, I think it's probably like wide open. Like, I should probably try to do stuff on there. I'm gonna do my art on there and do like time-lapse videos my 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 good friend and podcast person <laughs> co-host co-host yeah yes melvin the muppet taught me he's gonna teach me how to do it yeah okay what's it like <laughs> to uh what's it like to podcast with a member of sesame street <laughs> wait is he a member of sesame street well he he was never uh he was disowned, right? Like he was, he was, yeah. he was going to make the band and then they kicked him out of Sesame street no, and then he had to pursue really. a life of podcasting instead. <laughs> he's like, he's more like Sesame back alley. Oh, God. Sesame back alley. But, but I think, I think that's the new, that's the new podcast pivot. I think you guys should just call it Sesame back alley. Sesame dirt road. Oh no. Yeah. Sesame dirt road. <laughs> I don't, he's so funny. What, what's, what's Melvin's story? Like, is it, is it, is it just that he wants to be completely anonymous? Is that why he wants to, yeah, well, not to completely, become because a Muppet? Like, if at events and stuff, like, and when he goes and plays magic, like in tournaments, he'll talk to people. Well, okay. he's, he's not anonymous. You've, you've seen his little blue face before his streams. Yeah. He does oh, stream. Okay. I, I haven't seen him stream. Like, I, I thought he would just be in character. Like he'd just be wearing like a, uh, you know, like a Muppet costume or something. What do you mean in character? Like, like, you know, cause, cause on the, on the podcast art, it actually shows, you know, him as a, is it like Elmo? Like basically a red Muppet. So I thought that he would just like, wear well, he's a blue the blue mage. Oh, I yeah. he, is he blue? I thought, I thought it was red. Oh. Okay, I'm getting mixed up. You might up be thinking here. of uh, Sullivan. That's his like cousin his or something. Yeah. I don't know how they're related. Oh, there's an expanded universe. Okay. I didn't know yeah. that. Okay. <laughs> All right. They're both Sesame Dirt Road members. So Sullivan has the TikTok and he is a bartender and he has that going for him. And he has like magic cards in the background and stuff. Melvin does streaming and he's on the podcast with us, Ponder. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I've got to ask, how did you start that podcast? Like how, how did I it did start? I did not. I was invited onto the podcast. They lost a member of their team to... Cancellation. Cancel. I was just going to guess cancellation. I knew nothing about it, but it just, the way you said it just made it sound like someone got canceled. Yes. Okay. All right. That is what happened. Um, and yeah, like 
at the time they just asked me to like be a guest and stuff. So I did that a few times and then they were saying, we really want somebody, our third to be somebody who's like a full-time content creator for magic. And I was like, I'm not that. Mm. And then I became that. It was really weird. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You were full-time, right? Weren't you a full-time no. streamer? No, not when I, not when I first started doing the podcast with them, I had been like part-time and like, I was actually like not debating well, maybe I was, was I going to quit magic? I was going to quit magic a ton of times, right? Like that's everybody. Um, so I think I, yeah, at one point I was like, this is just too much. Cause I was working this office job. I was like, so, if you ever want to talk about all the jobs I've had, like I've been all over the place. Right. Um, but what, okay. I have a really funny story. Actually. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I get like really scattered. What were we actually talking about? Okay. Don't, don't worry about <laughs> it. Just talk about your, your office story and I'll, I'll pull us back later. Yeah. Okay. So, well, this is okay. I was a massage therapist. That's actually, I was in school for that when he bought this present for me. And I was like, so stressed because I never learned how to study. Like I didn't know how to study. Like I just got away with like whatever. And when I was in school and then I had to take this anatomy class. And so you actually have to like learn the stuff. Right. So I was so stressed. So that's why I, that's, that's what happened. But I ended up fast forward. I ended up being a um, chair massage person in a casino in Pittsburgh. And one day, guess who walks in the poker room? Steve Rubin. Uh, yeah, I, I was like, oh my god, it's Steve Rubin. Everybody's like, who? <laughs> like, what? <are> you, what? <laughs> I was like, like he's a professional magic player. He's so cool. Talk about I magic celebrity like, right there. Yeah. Yeah, walking the planes. Like I had seen him. Like I knew his like story. Um, I was like, oh my God, like he's like, and then he walks in, do you know, Stu, he was with Stu Summers and then Stu's like, how come you know him and not me? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's such a Stu thing to say. <laughs> okay. Sorry. But anyway, so I had these like free chair massage cards I could give out to people. My boss was like, use these for like, I don't know, whatever. So I would like hoard them and like give them to people that I liked. So I was like, here, Steve, I'm going to give you like a half hour of free massage or whatever. And I just talked his ear off about magic the whole time. Like, <laughs> he was just trying to play poker, like, live his life. Oh, so here's a fact about Jamie. Um, anytime we're at a party or, like, social function, she'll seek out the one person who has heard anything about magic ever and just talk, talk to them about magic the whole time. Well, okay, so I think that's actually, like, the secret to life is, like, when you want to get to know somebody or, like... I learned this recently. We went to a wedding. It was his cousin's wedding and it was so beautiful. Oh my gosh. Um, so I was just like trying to like, I usually get really nervous talking to people because like, I guess I'm always like, well, they're going to like think I'm boring or stupid or whatever, you know? And like, I hate small talk. Ugh, it's so gross. Like, I don't care about weather. I don't care about sports. I don't care about, I don't know what do people talk about. Just stupid stuff. I don't want to talk about that stuff. I want to talk about like, what are you excited about? What makes you like nerd out about something? Like, that's what I want to hear about. So yeah. in order to do that though, like you could just go be a nerd and then find somebody who wants to nerd out with you. So we were at this wedding and she found, I did. Some, I did. She, she found someone who had like recently learned to play magic. It and, was so cute. And they she, do cute things. Yeah. What were they doing? The enchantment thing? When he, Okay, so she plays Blue Black Control, and her, like, John's memory's not that good. 
her partner plays Green Stompy, and he was saying how he put an enchantment on the land, and they would add it. They would keep tucking oh. in a forest into it instead of just adding a green mana. So, let me translate. <laughs> <laughs> they they had a spell that's like enchant land, and whenever you tap the land, it adds an extra green. Um, what they thought you were supposed to do was like tutor up a forest and put it into play. Oh. So he would be sitting there with like a million mana after three turns. It's so cute. <laughs> yeah, but it's like one of those common new yeah, player mistakes. You know? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're just trying to play at home and you don't know all the like official rules and stuff, like yeah. Absolutely. We've all yeah, made so we those spent... uh weird assumptions about how the game works. And uh so so did you go and go over and like correct them on on what the oh, they what were playing. Be, they were telling us about like yeah, we were, we're, yeah. uh, we were sharing stories yeah. during cocktail hour at a wedding. We were talking about magic. <laughs> okay. And okay. then oh my gosh, we were we were like in line for hors d'oeuvres or something, and Jamie's like, "Do you play magic?" <laughs> Turns to this person. Did I say that? Well, we were like we were talking about something else, maybe the drinks in front of us. And then you're like, do you play games? Just out of the blue, like, do you play magic? And then the person happens And she's like, yeah. You mean Magic the Gathering? (laughs) And Jamie's like, oh my god, yes. I found them. I found the one person at this wedding who knows about magic. Your brother knows You know, you could have just grabbed the, you could have just grabbed the PA or the microphone. Just like, say like, anybody (laughs) in the room, like every, does anyone play magic? If you do play magic, please come and talk to me. That would have been like, way more effective, I think. Maybe you should start DJing weddings so you can do that. Maybe. That'd be kind of fun. And then just be like, okay, bye. I'm going to go talk to this person about magic. <laughs> Mic drop. I need to ask this. I know we're going like tangent after tangent, but I really want to know, like, how did you guys initially meet and what was that interaction like? Ooh. <laughs> Are so you have a, the initial initial? How, how, long is, how long is this podcast? Okay, no. We got okay, all the so... time in the world for you guys. <laughs> all right. Okay. We met. Insert 10 hours later meme. All right. We (laughs) met Um, before you met. So you were like cosmic souls from previous lifetime? Kind of. So, okay. We have a mutual friend. That is who introduced us. But the first time we met, we were juniors in college. And we had got, we went to a friend's house. Did you play rock band that night? Or we just did charades? We played a little bit of rock band. Okay. We played a little bit of rock band and we did charades. Um, And then we we left. Divulge what kind of charades? Adulteries. Not anything, uh, the, <laughs> the words for adulteries. Yes. Oh my gosh, we didn't like, yes. But it was kind of funny acting out like, I don't, oh, I don't want to say the Ooh. exact thing. No. It, we were in college, we went to Penn State, we were in college, it was fun, like, yeah. Anyways. Sure. So it was naughty words charades. Yes. And it was all in good fun. It was fun. It was silly. And I was dating someone else at the time. Um, and this was spring semester and then we didn't see each other again until fall semester when we were hanging out with the same friend, um, after a football game. And that same friend said to me, Hey, my friend wants to play rock band. Do you guys have rock band too? Do you mind if she comes over? So that was me. That was Jamie. Uh, and at that point, I was not dating another person. But it was very recent. Yes. The the not dating the other person. 
and then very emotionally vulnerable jamie and i started kind of dating and then other person found out and then drama ensued because mm. she dramatic. wanted to get back together with me and then i mean look at him why wouldn't you yeah <laughs> you don't know what you're missing out on until it's gone to paraphrase no, I, the the great joni mitchell it's really tough yeah like i i feel for um but yeah so his the friend our friend greg like i i, I asked him because he had you left your key or something you had a, you ran away for a minute while we were like hanging out and then um i was like greg what's his deal and he's like no no don't do that he's not mm -hmm. in a good place for that and i was like "Ooh, okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> if you tell jamie not to do something she'll instantly really want to do that that's thing. not true because okay. I can tell when you're trying to opposite me. Okay. You can, you can, you know, when like someone's like deliberately doing that to you, like a yes. reverse psychology kind of thing. Yes. But if you actually don't want her to do something, she wants to do it. <laughs> I mean, so that's how you guys, know. that's how you guys met was, uh, was when you guys were still in at studying at Penn state. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then, so that night. We played a lot of rock band. It was super fun. I went home. I looked him up on Facebook. I had looked him up on Facebook when he was with that other girl. And then I just saw it. Then I saw that when we were juniors and I just dropped it. But then when we were seniors, I was like, oh, I'm going to go look him up. And I found his phone number and I texted him. Yeah. I was, mm, She's a creeper. I am, I guess. Wow. Oh my gosh. I'm a jerk. What was, that first, what, was, what was that first text like? <laughs> like, sup? Or what? I remember word for word. The first text was... So you are ridiculously hot. And this was probably like AM. <laughs> which is which is okay, to be fair, the, the, the best time to send that text would have been three AM because you can actually yeah. you can actually claim, you know, like you were like, you know, not quite yourself or like yeah. you were like inebriated. Like there's a lot of like yeah. good, uh, things that could go with that, right? To be fair. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I didn't have her number in my phone, obviously, because she looked my number up on Facebook, but I knew who it was, you know, using my Sherlock Holmes. There's only skills. one person in the world that can <laughs> text me something like that. It's got to be yeah. the old Jamie Topples. That was her. Uh, oh, no. So then we and how did you how did you hand. respond to that? Did you did you text back or did you just yeah, let it like, sit for a while? You uh -huh. said something smart. <laughs> Funny. and silly yeah i don't i don't remember what i said back it's not that important but... <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh all right and uh and you all lived happily ever after that's well that's it's the story. really funny because my roommate at the time was in a very serious relationship with this guy and he was he told john he's like he warned him he's like she's not a relationship person you better she, watch said, out. she's not girlfriend material what what does that mean though I don't like, I just, I don't know. I never really was. I, like, I would she's lose not interest. girlfriend material. She's wife material. Oh, Is that what it means? Okay. So there's a piece of the story that we're oh my God. leaving out, with, Jeez. which was that she had a boyfriend. I tried to break up with him. Okay. Listen, he didn't answer his phone. It was a long distance relationship. It was over. Okay. okay. Um, his name was Elisha. Spelled E-L-I-S-H-A. And I saw that on Facebook, like she's in a relationship with Elisha. And I thought it was like Alicia, like a, like a girl's name or something. Just 
people would do that back then. They'd yeah. say their relationships with their friends, like yeah, Facebook yeah, was yeah, that was the thing. Wild West in two thousand. Yeah. It's complicated, man. That's what Facebook is. It's complicated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I assumed she was single, and then I was. I mean, at I some point she was like, after we had been dating for a little bit, she's she's like, oh, I have a boyfriend, but I've been trying to break up with him. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Because um, I'm bad, I don't want to like keep secrets, right? Like, I yeah, yeah, I shouldn't. Want to be like, this is what's up. I mean, yeah. I mean, you you certainly made it quite non-secret that you thought he was hot. So it's it's <laughs> shoot your shot, right? Yeah, yeah, it all worked out. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then like the rock band theme continued when he um, proposed to me. He put a ring on a guitar, and I was napping, and he woke me up, and he's like, "Come on, let's play rock band." And I was like, "What are you?" What's, Exhausted. I was excited. It was a Wednesday. You know, <laughs> the just came. It was cute. And we hadn't really played cute. rock band for like a couple months at that point. So, so it was kind of weird. I was like, why now? Like, can I just sleep? Like, what are yeah. you doing? Uh, I love rock band so much back in the day. I, I, mm-hmm. I always did the, uh, I always did the, the scene. It was just like, it was just fun. Um, but I, I always wonder like as a musician, right? Like, which you are John, like when you, when you see games like guitar hero and rock band, like, does it, is it, is it still fun for you? Or are you just kind of like put off by it in some way? No, I have, I have a lot of fun with, with rock band and like rhythm games. Um, we recently got trombone champ, which was, it's really funny. Wait, there's a game called trombone champ. Yeah. Uh, does it have a phys- is there a physical trombone or what? No, you just use your mouse, and oh, that's too you know, bad. You kind of move. There would be a like a physical I arcade you, game like, or something. Yeah, maybe if you're ele- an electrical engineer, you could rig up a trombone or something. <laughs> okay, it's so funny. that's, that's what you guys are into right now. Yeah, we play that a little bit. I'm kind of exaggerating, but <laughs> um, no. Even when the first Guitar Hero came out, I I really, I loved it. I thought it was a really cool um, idea for a game. Because my two passions yeah. in life are video games and music. So <laughs> there you go. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Jamie, are you into video games as well? Yes. So I think I, I'm pretty sure I got like my first Nintendo when I was like two. Uh, well, my dad got it and let me play it or whatever. Yeah. Like he had his Madden games, right? Like he was really into that. But I think mm. I, he got me like Sesame Street and like <clears throat> Super Mario Brothers. Everybody makes fun of how I say it. It's Mario. Well, like when I was a kid, he didn't say his name in the game. Okay, so I played a ton of Mario. But I know it's Mario or whatever. Like I get it. But yeah, I, I'm sorry. But so I played ever since I was a kid, and like so I would always play at my grandma's house. Like when I went to visit her, and I'd always play at my house. Like yeah, I grew up on Nintendo and Super Nintendo and N64. Nice. Did you? So, was Magic the first ever card game, or did you play games before that? Before John introduced I, you to? Well, I played a lot of card games growing up. Like my grandparents taught me, like um, euchre and pinnacle, and and then in college you played bridge. I loved bridge. Oh my gosh, bridge was so much fun. Oh and really? Were you of... were you really serious about bridge, or was it just like a casual thing? Fairly serious. Yeah, and then they had some game, some bridge game that they had been playing for. A couple of years before we met. We played like almost every week for a while, yeah. And then they brought me in and her roommate just absolutely 
laid into me when I made a mistake. She's brutal <laughs> to play games with. Oh my god. She is brutal. And I'm like, this is the second time I've played bridge. I don't I don't really know what I'm doing. She's like got I've the lecture, huh? Before, yeah. But oh my goodness. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. She was she... into you were into other card games before, yeah. but not like not card games like magic. No. Well not nothing's like, like magic. Pokemon, no. So. Yeah, I never got into those. I wish. Like, I'm always yeah. jealous of people who have been playing Magic since, like, the beginning. That's so cool. Are oh. you really, though? Because I feel like um, I was just talking to somebody about this. Like, I know you're mostly doing limited, right? I feel like there's just so many uh, sacred cows in Magic that old, old, the old older Magic generation just doesn't want to do away with right like i'm not just talking about the gameplay itself or how you draft but also just like attitudes about what magic should and shouldn't be like every every week there's somebody crying about how this new magic card is going <laughs> to ruin magic and then next week another thing and then next week another thing and guess what magic's still alive like like i i actually so as someone who started magic in the 90s i actually feel like there's a lot of benefit to getting into magic now in the last five to 10 years that because you don't have all that all that baggage you don't you don't have that stuff like and and newer players don't even have to know what moto is and like you know what i mean right like so it's actually good to be like a, a relative newcomer because you don't have those like preconceptions right i i mean i'm sure for limited you must hear like stuff all the time like okay you're supposed to do this and then it's just like Really? I hate that. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. Like, 17 Land yeah. says, I don't care what 17 Land says. Like, okay, so here's what's really interesting. My friend Garbage Andy, he's a streamer. He does this, um, he has a trash cube where it has the worst cards in 17 Lands from Standard. And there's some really freaking good cards from in there. From Standard or from Limited? From Well, Standard Limited. Yes. So like all the sets is it is it from the history of magic or is it just like cards that just standard were... it's just a standard block but you draft the cards right not from the history of magic no no oh so you mean Wait, whatever that... is legal currently in standard constructed yes. he puts that into a cube according to seventeen lands data so the worst cards but like cards like ma the magician um, from New Capenna was that uh, three two and a red one yeah what's it called. You get a treasure or you get a citizen, and it's a 2 1. It's a 2 2 now in the updated. Oh. Uh, new oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Extra toughness. What is it called? Technology. Um, but that's a good card. It's very flexible. You can use it. So, like, it probably has bad stats because people don't know what they're doing. <sighs> okay, so the average win rate of a 17 lands user is 53%. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. This is not a judgment, but, like, if I have 53% win rate, I, I'm like, what is happening? Like you start streaming because <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I want to get better at this game. That's right. So I, what, like, I don't want to listen to people. Like I want to listen to people who have like low, low win rates, like just Lola, man. He has like an 80% win rate. What are you doing? Tell me what you're doing with these cards. Sounded like you said low, low. Lola, Lola, just Lola, Lola, just Lola, man, the, the famous, mm -hmm. uh, streamer, right? Yeah. He's fantastic. He's so entertaining. Like he's like, is he, he always is like smoke. <laughs> he cracks me up. <laughs> um, 
He's just excellent. And, but he like, well, like he's like kind of sassy and fun. Like he's real confident, but not like arrogant. Like he's very humble Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. So in light of the recent thing you tweeted and the podcast that you made me listen to, like what, what, what is your, no, no, I I mean, you didn't make me, I mean, just, sorry, I'm exaggerating. I I enjoyed that episode, but, um, so what is your position? Like, like in, in terms of like, are you playing magic now to, uh, to have fun or to, or to solve something? Um, it's really weird. Cause I feel like I'm always like teetering in this like gray area where like, I, yes, I want to be the very best. I want to improve. I want to get better. But for me, I think like magic is a mirror. It like, it kind of tells me like what my inner state is because like, if I'm getting really salty or like, I feel like I'm personally victimized by the shuffler. Like if it's one of those days, I'm like, something's going on. It's not just magic. Right. Mm -hmm. If I'm in like a good mental space and like the shuffler, like if I flood or whatever, I'm just like, Oh, it's a flood. Like that was a flood. But norm, like sometimes I'm just like, this is ruining my win rate. Like, Oh my gosh, like I'm going to be a 17 Lancer soon. <laughs> One of our favorite pastimes. Is I'm sorry. No, I, I, love I, I, I can I can feel that. Are we going to do the seventeen lands drinking game? Like every time you talk shit about seventeen lands, we just we just have a sip. Is that is that how it's going to be? So okay, there is data is fantastic and it's so interesting. And I think I I did an um an episode with Zirkovitz and we talked about like my win rate for um it was the commander set the draft set which was about fifty three percent because I was mm-hmm. something was off. So I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. What didn't we figure out that you were drafting green and that was the problem? Yeah. Well, he was like, you figured out white. you drafted white really well. You had this high win rate with it. And then I started yeah, drafting green or something. And then my win rate plummeted, but it was interesting, yeah. but he was like, he, he said, he's like, people don't use data. Right. And it like drives me bonkers. Like he, I, it, he right. doesn't like it either. And he works right. on it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you mentioned that in your, in your podcast, right? It's like data can say anything or maybe one of your co-hosts did like data can say anything you want like it's just right not just magic but just in general right so right um uh what am i trying to say here like yeah so i mean 17 lines is just a tool right just like how like for commander players like some people really don't like uh what's the site edh rec a shout out to edh rec because like (laughs) it's trying to teach you how to build like the most optimized commander deck and that's not often like even the point that's often that's not right. even the point or there's like budget considerations or whatever uh, this is totally different i i, I guess it's kind of like apples you know, and oranges it, but yeah yeah it feels the same like people are trying to say 17 lands you have to do this because it says like that's a higher winning card if you don't take that card you're wrong like some people have literally said that to me in stream like you're wrong for not taking that card they'll say this this card has a 0.3 percent higher game in hand win rate than the other card. Why would you take that? Are you insane? Yeah. Like some people have like, li- like literally said things like that. Like you're insane. Yeah. You're insane. If you don't use 17 lands, like what? Like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I play magic. The most like thing that I think is, okay, well, let me start. <laughs> Give me a second. I just started. No problem. Fix it in post. No. <laughs> uh, Fix. Okay. So, <laughs> Sometimes I feel like, okay, so I have like pretty bad ADHD and I feel like I get like excited and then I'm like thinking about like a bunch of things and I can't talk fast enough to get there. So I get like mixed up. Okay. So now I don't know what I was talking about. What were we talking about? 
17 lands and how it can be a force for evil and how like people can use it incorrectly yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Well, like for me, the most interesting part is like a new set comes out. Awesome. I get to see how these cards work together. I get to see like what archetypes I can like dip into and what like I can like navigate through. Like I love sets where you don't have to like be on the guide rails. Right. And that's currently what we have. Like this set is fantastic. It's super balanced. You can do whatever you want. There's like, pockets of like synergy and like cool stuff you can do um and the way people try to use 17 lands now is like they're trying to put up those guide rails and personally mm. i hate that i before set like right around the time 17 lands became popular i had already kind of stopped listening to magic content as if it were kind of like like spoilers not card spoilers but i mean like listening to limited resources or lords of limited because i feel like you're telling me what cards are good or what how i should play i want to figure that out for myself because that's the fun part right mm -hmm. and i feel exactly mm -hmm. the same way so yeah. then 17 lands came to fruition and is now super popular and i just uh i have a gut reaction of hating it because it's it's like people want to use it as an instruction manual and then yeah. If you're just draft, drafting step by step, then it's not a game anymore. But right, right. I, I have to admit, I don't watch a ton of your your streams, Jamie. But I've seen like Deathsea and Ben Stark stream, and they always break it down super well because like every time there's a pick, they will actually spend minutes just talking through like why I'm doing that, why I'm doing this, what are the, and they're not looking at some kind of fucking tier list and just be like. Oh, yeah. that this card is the top of the tier list. So I'm picking this card and it's in my color. Like they're always right. talking about like options, right? Like, cause that, that makes it fun. And that makes it fun for me as a viewer to like, listen to them talk about it because I feel like I'm actually learning something because that's actually something I can, I can take into my toolbox. Right. Because like, if I, if I think about how Ben drafts in this very instance, I can extrapolate this to how I might do it in another set, another pack, another draft. Mm -hmm. But if I'm just using like a fucking tier list, like there's no learning, there's no, there's no fun. Yeah. Like a robot could do the draft, like, and which I'm sure people do, like they just probably just write bots to, to draft and like, what, where's the fun in that? Right. Mm -hmm. I'm sort of yeah, preaching to the choir here, but. Yeah. Well, Ryan Sachs, if you're familiar with him, he had been working on a, a draft bot for a while using machine learning. It was really Which is a different that was cool. thing entirely. That yeah, was that's actually like a, like a cool challenge of yeah. trying to do, make that work. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not putting that down. I'm just saying right. that you yeah. don't want to make magic, playing magic, just like a kind of paint-by-numbers affair. Right. Where you're just like, you don't even have to be there. Like, like, there's no individuality to playing magic anymore. And that's something right. that I don't enjoy either. So, it, The thing that makes draft great is having to make that decision, each decision on the fly. Right. Mm -hmm. It's super interesting. And then like, everybody's going to do something different. I think that's, what's cool about it. Yeah. Right. It's like you get to tell a story with these decks, right? Like, yeah. where do you want to take it? And like, or what if you just want to have fun today? Just close your eyes and pick a card. Like that's kind of right. cool. Right. <laughs> like yeah. just call a sabotage draft or something. I don't know. <laughs> like that could be cool. Yeah. Yeah. It just made me think of that really weird green, red draft draft you had it early in. Oh my God. Was it the green, awesome. red artifacts or, or something else? Well, yeah, Did that was a green, green, red, red artifacts. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. So I drafted it pretty early on and it did really well. I was like, this is amazing. It was so much fun. It was like Maria and uh, the Relic and that, Rada. That saga. That oh, yeah. The um, Yo something. Yotia something. War. It's like you never play it usually. It and makes I, a Thopter and then it deals damage equal to the number of artifacts you have. Oh, and cool. It was, yeah. <laughs> she went all the ninja. It was really cool. Artifact build. Yeah. yeah set that doesn't really support it all that well but I that's that's like that make that makes for an awesome unique viewing experience right and playing experience and uh, i think you'd also you... mention like like sometimes you don't want to make the most optimal draft because you you've done like you built like you know four Bor boros decks in a row like in drafts so you just want to like pick another color maybe not green but blue or something else uh -oh. right? <laughs> oh okay back. we lost you for a second oh okay i'm uh, can you hear me now yeah. yeah. Okay. I was just saying. Yeah. Sometimes you, you you're building the same color archetypes all the time, and you just wanna you just wanna do something different, right? And I mean, how do you right. how do you balance that? Like when you're streaming, are you are you like always thinking about like entertainment value, or like it's a combination of entertainment and your win rate, or, or like what is it? I know it's not it's seventeen lens, but what what is it? Hard. Well, because like okay, so now. I really want to focus on having fun and like just doing my thing, like just drafting my way. Right. And so I'm trying to like yeah. do what's best or whatever. Cause like so I can, drafting I the Jamie the, way. Right. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, but sometimes I get, I feel this pressure to do really well because, you know, I'm dedicated a lot of my time and efforts into like getting good at magic. So like if I have a bad losing streak, even if it's like, from stuff I can't really control, I just start to feel bad. I'm like, oh no, like people are going to stop watching me. But then I'm like, wait a second. I don't think people watch me because like my win rate, right? I mean, like some people do. Literally, like when I made videos for Channel Fireball, there was a person who was like, oh, I stopped watching that video when you got a loss. What? Like, <laughs> what? I ended up 3 0 in that draft. Like, you stopped like, watching because I got one loss? Like, I don't know. People now I'm weird. wondering how many people have developed this bot where, like, they will unsubscribe to your Twitch if your, if your win rate <laughs> falls below a certain percentage. They're like, no, no, no. <laughs> You're out. Uh, I'm just joking. But, I hope you didn't take that seriously. No, 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 no. So <laughs> for me, like, I'm, I, I consider myself a good player, but, like, there's definitely times in my career where I've been like, an amazing player, right? Like, I feel like we got, we got 10th place with that guy, the guy that I beat at FNM, the end boss, Gary Gold was on our team. It was, um, team sealed on one cat. Yeah. I'd almost quit magic too. I'm on cat wrecked me like freaking glory bringer. I was like, I can't, if I see that again, I will die. Like, that's how I felt. Like I just, I hated that card so much. I was like, this is awful. Cause like out of nowhere, like people would splash it and you'd just be like, are you kidding me? Like what? Yeah. <sighs> Anyways. Yeah. So like I wrote this like letter basically and I was like, I'm quitting. Like you remember, I think I have it somewhere. So I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like I'm too like emotionally attached to my results. And, um, so then we went and played team sealed and like we built these decks and I was like, we have to play this literally deck. And they were like, no, 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 no. I was like, no, these are the bills. And I like convinced them to do it. Gary sat in the middle with this Litherblade deck. We sat across from um, LSV's team. It was LSV. Who did you play against? Pat Cox. And was it? Raptor. Yeah. Um, Damn. All right. So this was when, when LSV had come back. Okay. Like he had been out for a while. Yeah. 
So he, he had like two PT top eights, and then he took a break for a little bit. So this was his like. And then he was coming back, and this mm. was his first event back. Um, All right. He was real, real like friendly. <laughs> he was so nice. Shot down yeah. Against them. Great. And then he's like, "Oh, you're on the slither blade deck." And you see his face. And like, he was like kind yeah. of laughing about yeah. it. And then <laughs> it came down to their match, and he lost. Um, and he was not happy. No, no. <laughs> Understandably. They ended up getting, like, eighth, right? They yeah. got, like, top or top something. Did they even get top four? Maybe. This yeah. was round three of the of the GP also. So, like, losing that early kind of... Mm-hmm. It's rough. Um, mm-hmm. Hurts your chances to, to go far. Okay, but, like, yeah. so, the, okay, everybody at the end of the day, everybody's like, what's your, what's your rate? What's your rate? And we were, what, like, X? Well, we made day two. We're like, X3. by the skin of our teeth or whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah, and X3 was bad. People were like, oh, that's terrible. We freaking, like, 5-0 day two. It yeah. was insane. Wow. Yeah. And this was, like, 2017, right? Mm-hmm. So I'd only been playing Magic seriously for, like, two years. Yeah. Like, he was very good. Gary was very good. Gary's very good. Like, if he would apply himself, he would be, like, one of the best. Mm. But he's like, I don't want to play Magic anymore. I'm like, Whatever you have to do, what's fun for you and what like speaks to you. But I'm just like so. So that's that's brain. your answer. Like you want to do what's fun, but then you also feel that sort of like pressure to 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 win more or win as much as possible. Well, I hate losing gems. Like it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to give Arena any more money. Like I mean, I think I like actually broke down the cost of it at one point. It ends up being like a dollar a draft for me, which is not bad, like at all. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But like. Then you see Lola, who has, like, 800,000 gems or something ridiculous that he has, like, earned by playing best of three. The difference is that he thinks really hard about every decision he well, makes. Well, why would you want to do that? <laughs> and Jamie just wants to go, 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 go. Well, sometimes I I think it's interesting if you play fast and make a mistake, because then you're like, ooh, I made a mistake, and then you have to, like, tighten up and see if you can win after the mistake. Like, I think that's fun mm-hmm. and, like, compelling. That's and that's an interesting that challenge, mistake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, then I make the same mistake over and over again. But that's how you learn. That's human. Yeah, it, it does. I mean, I, I, I mean, I got to be real. Like, it doesn't feel good to to not go infinite, right? Like, if you to lose gems or like, no matter how how much you lose, like, it's it doesn't feel good. It feels good to like say I'm like free rolling or whatever, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think yeah. I I feel like that's something that you never lose as a magic player. It's like like for example, I was never brought up like rich like i was kind of like john like i couldn't afford magic in the 90s like I, I i started playing magic again after college when i was like a working person and i had disposable income again i was just like wow i can actually mm-hmm. afford these cards now so that never left me like that middle class like upbringing never left me i just when i play arena I, and i full disclosure i stopped playing drafts on arena because i was like losing gems like i just can't Wait. i can't go infinite i'm sorry i'm not jamie topples or just lola man like i i watched a whole bunch of content and listened to lr and i was just like still losing because like magic's hard and and mm-hmm. i and i i started just not loving the game because like i i was losing <laughs> i was losing gems and so i i you know what i mean right so um yeah i, I think there's always that's always going to be a part of me it doesn't matter if i can afford to lose gems it's just it's just hard for me so i think that was like part of our motivation to get good at the game too because we were going to fnm every week and we wanted to not lose money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To have to have a fun hobby that you're not losing money on. Like that's. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I mean, I like, I listen to like limited resources 
religiously back then because I was mm -hmm. like, I need to get better at this. And I like consumed content and like we would play on cockatrice because it wasn't online oh. before we went to pre-releases. So we would like play. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. Remember those days when the sets wouldn't be yeah. released before pre-release that, that was, a which I time. think is great. Honestly, yeah. like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm being sarcastic. Is that, that was actually good back then where you didn't right. know yeah. every, every freaking thing before the cards came out. Right. So. Right. We actually like stopped going to pre-releases after they started doing the drafts online first, because it wasn't we it's would post release be, now. It's not even yeah. pre-release. We would have like 10 drafts in and then show up at pre-release and we're like, why are we even here? We could be, we could be drafted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just get the cards mailed to your house and just, just play at home. Yeah. 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 I know, but yeah, support the LGS, but it's tough. We used to yeah. proxy up decks on uh, on Cockatrice, bef yeah. like to prepare for pre-releases to spike them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of LR, can you talk about? Um, I mean, either of you guys can talk about it, but can you talk about like Marshall Sutcliffe and maybe why Jamie, like he's a hero of yours or someone you look up yeah. to? He definitely is. Um, Don't a lot of people look up to him? He's like 6'5". He's pretty tall, yeah. That, yeah, I mean, literally look <laughs> up to him. So that, that's why I'm saying this question can be for you too, John. Like, if you want to... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so for me, like, limited resources was like... I don't know. It was just so... I was an impressionable young magic player, right? Like, and so was him and Luis. And, like, their relationship, they had great chemistry. They still do. Like, they're, like, best yeah. friends. Like, it's great. Yeah. Like, you can tell. He's in the pod, um, yeah. So it was always like so enjoyable to listen to and I learned so much so quickly and like I actually like was a patron and he sent me like this little thing. I have it still. It's like a little like crab. It's just like thank you for Yeah. A crab? Well it's like a yeah. Is it a man of war? No, it's a crab. Are you gonna make me find this thing? Man of war would be appropriate, but what what is a crab? Like what is it like a token or something or no, it's like a little art thing. And then it's like, thanks for, and like the crab is like on a wave or something. And there's like a surfboard. Am I making this up? Oh God. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I have it. I, I have I'll have, have to it. join the Patreon and find out. <laughs> yeah. Um, We're going to find out if this is real. It is real. It's real. Right. Gosh. Stay tuned guys. I just saw it the other day and I was like, oh, that's is that so a, cute. Is that a filing cabinet? Yeah. We just got a second filing cabinet from my mom who shut down her oh. office. Um, so we have plenty of filing space. Yeah, it's right here. It's a crap on a surfboard. I freaking told you. Can you, can you, can you put it closer? What, what is that? Is it it's a postcard? Yeah, it's from Marshall. Oh. He's wow. Is it, it's I actually hand signed. Oh, I can send you a picture okay. of it. Oh no, it's fine. It's fine. It's gonna it's gonna pick up. It's just just in the recording right now. It's low res, but the the actual yeah. like the recording would be awesome. It's no problem. Okay. Well, there's, so there's like a crab on a wave, and there's like a moose down here. I'm not really sure why. Okay. We I value get you. Your I thought it was like a 3D crab. Like there was a they sent like he no. sent you a crab sculpture or something. <laughs> <laughs> like no. a miniature. Such a of crabs. Oh. Is... <laughs> For no. all the patrons. Um, yeah. So. I just, he always made the game, like, feel really approachable. And mm -hmm. I just felt like I could never be LSV. Like, because he can remember games from, like, 20 years ago. Like, he can, like, be like, okay, I did this and this and this. And I'm like, 
what? Like, I don't even remember what I just did. Sometimes I don't remember the decks I play against. I'm like, what was I just playing? Like, that's just not how my brain works. Like, I have to work, like, in the now, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I thought, like, I can't be like LSP, but maybe I can be like Marshall. Like, he knows what's up. Like, he has a good time. Like, he wants to, like, do all the, the cool stuff. And he's a very good player, right? Yeah. What's the what's the thing that you what's the biggest lesson you think you learned from Marshall or from LR? Um Oh gosh, that's like a really big question. <laughs> I guess um let me break it down like just in terms of like playing limited or like is there some sort of general principle for playing limited that like really resonated with you from LR? Well, I mean like back then it was like bread, right? That like that was the thing that I used the most that's like outdated now it's like some sort of like burrito or something now what is it people use like keto now keto, and... yeah what? well What's like that? cat's theory was pretty big like i remember listening to those like episodes um, i forget what keto is like k-e-t-o that's the new acronym something okay. like that okay. yeah it's, it's like kind of clever because you know you don't eat bread when you're on the keto diet oh um, okay do you use cats too okay so, so that's so probably the most listening. influential. Yeah. Yeah. So I would listen to them and they were, I would listen to their like evaluations about cards. And that really taught me to do that for myself. Like I actually did that for a lot of sets. I would make a spreadsheet and then go through and like, write, let like ratings for everything. Mm-hmm. I did that back but... in like, yeah. And like when I had an office job and I had some time to kill. <laughs> 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 yes. Um, but that was, that was 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 2018, 2019. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know, just like evaluating stuff for yourself and like they would explain why. And so I, okay. I, I'm big on why, right? So the why, yeah. I like the why. I want to know. Why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start with why, end with why, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Can you talk about that uh, dream you had with Marshall? Oh, God. <laughs> What's that? I mean, John's here. He might as well hear it. So. <laughs> Well, he knows. Is this a different one? Or the... No, the newest one, I think. Like, you said Marshall was a dragon or something, right? Well, it's hard dragon. I woke up in the middle. Well, I wasn't asleep. So when I'm manic, it's, like, hard for me to go to sleep. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had, like, um, do you have any experience with anybody who's ever been manic? Like, it's 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 a wild ride, basically. So there's, like, oh, okay. So I found out I was bipolar in 2020 because I took Prozac. And you're not supposed to take Prozac when you're bipolar, but how are you supposed to know you're bipolar until you take Prozac and you like go in outer space? That's basically mm-hmm, what happened. Mm-hmm, like I lost catch my mind. 22. It was 2020. Yeah. I was like so afraid of dying. I was so anxious. I was afraid he was going to die. Like it was like this wild stuff. Like, um, but I remember watching Marshall's watch videos. Okay. Have you watched his rich, uh, wristwatch revival? A little bit. He's got an ultra successful YouTube watch channel it's- for those who don't know. Is it taking off? Like it's, it's so good. Ginormous, right? I think there's more um, there's more viewers watching that than any limited resources episode of I'm not mistaken. I mean his videos wow. are very good. They're, they're if you're into that thing, high quality. Remember. Okay, and like you just see his hands and he talks through all the stuff and he's like he's a genius, right? Marshall's a genius. Like I was thinking about this. I think I wrote that down in my journal issue. I was like, is Marshall a genius? I almost messaged him. No, this was like my last manic episode. Okay, so when I'm manic, I lose my filter completely. And that's right. why, like, when you're talking about my tweets, like, you can tell when I'm manic because like, I'm very active on social media. I'm not usually. Because yeah. I usually have this, like, critic in my head that's like, 
oh, well, somebody could take this the wrong way or like they'll think I'm terrible or stupid or whatever. And then, so I just don't send anything because mm -hmm. I'm like, I think about the stuff afterward, but if you're going to be creative, be creative and don't, don't like edit yourself during that time. They're two different processes. Um, I did not message him, but back when I had my big manic episode, I mean, like it was bad, like really bad. I messaged, uh, Marsh, what, like two in the morning. And he just like chatted with me. Like he, like, and I was like, what the heck? Well, it would have been 11 for him. Yeah. But I mean, it wasn't like, but I, I wouldn't, I would have been too scared to message him normally. Cause I'd be like, well, it's Marshall. Like when I, when I, oh my gosh. When I first found out, like he knew who I was, I was like, oh, Marshall knows who I am. <laughs> like It was like the biggest moment. Um, but yeah. he's horde dragon. I don't know why he's horde dragon. No, that's okay. So this current manic episode was like a month ago, probably. I was like just trying to fall asleep and stuff. And I was thinking about storybook raw. I was like really excited because I was going to do the tournament or whatever. And I, I woke, I was like, I got to write this down. Marshall's horde dragon. It's Marshall's this character. She tends to think her ideas and stuff are really important when she's manic, which is. Uh, <laughs> it's like a, that's a flagstone of mania. Well, yeah. that's a thing. Yeah, that's yeah. a. I'm not sure that's a manic thing. Isn't that true for everybody? Like, if I <laughs> write something down, it's like well, the you Bible. Have, like, you should read it. You have, yeah. like, an, it's, you actually have an inflated sense of self-importance when you're manic. It's like a characteristic of And you think you can episode. do anything. Yeah, like, like, you're just like, yes, like, um, if I want to drive a race car, I could do that tomorrow. I just have to go. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, like, you like, just believe so it. So that's it's good and bad, right? Double-edged sword. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the, the horde dragon thing is funny, but... <laughs> so, anyway, she... I have to, like, fight with her to, like, get her to sleep when she's in this I state. don't know how to sleep when I'm manic. I, like, forget mm. how to fall asleep. So, it was, it's like... horrible. I don't know, five in the morning, probably... It, we go to bed pretty late, so this was two, maybe two and a half hours after I coaxed her to go to sleep initially. Mm -hmm. And I, like, realized she wasn't in bed, so I go out <laughs> to the living room, because I see the light is on, and she's out there on the couch, like, frantically writing. I have it right here. I'm and she, she says to me, Marshall is Horde Dragon. <laughs> Horde Dragon is one of the heroes in Storybook Brawl. Okay. And, so there's uh, some sort of Marshall fan fiction in, in your book. Right oh, <laughs> like, the and wings like, of the dragon roared as Marshall <laughs> lifted into the skies. And, oh, um, no. it's probably not that coherent. Okay. Okay. Was it a and drawing then, or is it like words or words. combination she interpretive also, dance? She was convinced that Marshall knows her dad for some reason. No. Okay. okay. So listen, when you're manic, when I'm manic, maybe not when I'm manic too. I feel like my brain is always trying to make connections, even like where normal people wouldn't see them. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think the horde dragon thing is like Marshall is like a, I don't know. He's probably like a collector or something, or like he spends a lot of time at his house looking at shiny things. The watches, he's right? Them. That could be the, the connection. He's tall, like a dragon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Therefore his... he is horde dragon. <laughs> his voice is majestic and yeah. he like does a dragons. Have a he has a good I... voice. Yes. Like, I'm just like a fan of Marshall's like, yes. Great. If that's not clear. All right. <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely uh, we'll definitely clip this and send it send it off to him. Uh, 
Just kidding. Okay. I, I mean, I'll keep this, but we're not going to send it to him. He'll, 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 no, I'll send him fine. the timestamp of this interview. I think he knows. Like, I think okay. I've said uh, multiple times on stream that he was dreamy. Yeah. He's so dreamy. <laughs> he is. He's just like, I don't know. He's a really cool person. And he's very neat. And he just has, like, a cool brain. Yeah, just, yeah. Like, I like how he operates. Yeah. He always makes people that's... feel comfortable. Like, that's awesome. Except when yeah, he's... he's also a... Except when he's what? Except when he's berating them about running 41 cards. I literally listened to his episode when he said, like, people are doing, like, stupid stuff, like, running 41 cards. And I said out loud, I was like, excuse me. Like, I was excuse like... Excuse me. I felt personally back, victimized. Back, backstory to this was when we were at a GP and uh, Jamie registered 41 cards because she was, like, rushing and, for, like, couldn't figure out which card to cut. And then she showed Marshall her deck. And he was just, like, really... Like, <laughs> just trying to like stifle the discomfort. Yeah, he was okay. just very adamant about it being wrong. Mm. He like kept making fun of her for it. <laughs> so today I learned how you guys feel about seventeen lands. Are you guys gonna create a your own website called like forty one cards or something? <laughs> or eighteen lands? Just to... so here's my argument. Sometimes life equity is worth more than stressing about what the last cut is. Hell yeah, hell yeah. 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 I run 41 cards a lot. Well, and then you feel like kind of just like rebellious or something. Like, it's like, look what I can do. <laughs> I like to say the optimal number of cards is 40.5 or 60.5 or For whatever. And, the, and because we cannot do half a card, you have to just choose round up or round down. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Yeah. So wait until the next unset comes out. We'll get half cards. <laughs> <laughs> this card counts as zero point three cards in your deck. There you go. <laughs> All right. So uh you gotta show us the paintings. Like we we we, we cannot uh you gotta talk about your artistic endeavors. We we, okay. we have to capture this. Yeah. Yes. So maybe, maybe just set it up. What are you doing right now with the paintings? Like, what's the what's the model okay. of like you know commissioning the art and like just all that stuff? Okay, so I've been doing art ever since I was a kid. Um, in class, I okay. So I have severe ADHD that, and I was just officially diagnosed at thirty four. But um, I had it the whole time. <laughs> so, like, mm -hmm. It was pretty bad, right? So I had um, focus art. Oh, sh okay. Art always in my life. Like my parents have like books from when I was like a kid, like, and they were so proud of me. Cause like I drew like stuff when I was like, I don't know, very young. I always thought it looked bad though. So I was like the inner critic, but whatever. So mm -hmm. I'm finally getting to this point where I actually really love what I'm doing. Like I get very excited about the pieces. Like they look good. Like I'm starting to be able to bring to life what is in my head. Like, and it, that's really cool. Cause for a long time I was like, I just want to go deeper. I just want this to look better. And like, okay. So I just made this Kohi piece. I think this is like the culmination. The lighting is so bad though, but like, can you see like the depth and stuff in here? Hold on, if yeah, I can that. see it. I can see it. Yeah, I feel good. like it doesn't look good in this lighting though. It's a little washed out. But... Yeah. But, um, don't worry about like, it. We'll fix it in post. We'll post a, a, a photo of it later. 
Yeah. And then, okay, so I've been doing these commissions where I take someone's favorite album. So this one was for Bright Eyes, Fevers and Mirrors, the album. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I do the whole painting on stream. I'll do the background with acrylic paint and then I do paint pens on top. So I do the background and then I blow dry it. So you literally mm -hmm. watch paint dry on my stream for a little bit, which is kind of weird. But um, yeah, then I do it all like within an hour. So this was. So you listen to the album and you. I interpret of, it. You so yeah. you're, you're listening to the album, like just within that hour or you listen to yep. it first and then you paint. No, just immediately. It's like, like your reaction yeah. to the album. Which, so it's weird because, well, not weird, but it's cool because like albums that I'm familiar with, I feel like you can, you can see like the, um, gosh, the Lady Gaga one was so good. That was my favorite one so far, but it's yeah, already mailed out. out. Yeah. I, like I, I sent it away. Like it's, I, I didn't want to give that one up cause I just got like so attached, but, um, yeah, like I have other pieces. Like this one's really interesting. We're going to Vegas and the person that got this one, it, they're like, don't say anything about the album. Don't look it up. Like, I'm going to tell you the story in Vegas. Like, you're going to be shocked. Like, this is awesome. Mm -hmm. So I did this one. Um, what was the album? Do you remember? Am I allowed to say? You can say. Yeah. And also just, yeah we can say it's going to come out after Vegas. Oh, so. yes. It's um, Corellia is the band and that album is Nostalgia. Nostalgia. But um, okay. I remember, like, I was manic when I did this one. Yes, you were very manic. And I was like... She also thought that somehow, secretly, that was my band. Well, okay, because the drums are, like, very intense. And, like, they sound like um, the drummer that you had, Matt. Like, your friend Matt. And then his the vocals sound a lot like him. When I'm mm. manic, like, people... Like, a lot of music does sound like he's singing. Okay. So there's just a heightened sense of whatever it is. Like, things get yeah. really amplified in some ways right. okay yeah but, i mean um, how, how many uh how many of these paintings have you done so far these commission works uh for the commissions about 10 and then somebody just reached out and they were like i would want to do like five or ten like i just want to decorate this room with these and i'm like that's like a bulk order like what that's so cool like i can't describe how awesome it feels to do these like it feels easy it feels natural it feels fun it feels like it's what i'm supposed to be doing and i feel like my everything's falling into place in my life even like after all the struggle and stuff what was the so, uh inspiration for wanting to do these commission works like was there a particular um, thing that came up or just one day you, you thought you wanted to do it? you started with the cards i oh yeah okay so i did altars because one day altars. john was like okay. Well, this oh, one's for sweet. j bro because he likes mangle mangle that's what he calls it i don't like that one though can i show you different ones sure but here's an example like i yeah. had been telling her for a while she should do magic inspired art um because you could sell that sort of thing uh magic people like magic things that's true so mm -hmm. then she got these paint pens which kind of opened up the world of being able to easily paint on cards so she started doing basic lands, um, just painting over the, the art. Hmm. Okay. Um, and then we set up. So a what happened? You thought that, that the canvas was too small. You wanted to. You needed to go bigger. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, I just I had I've been painting for so long. After um, we graduated college, I uh, worked at an art center in Reading. That's where I'm from. Like. Um, Eastern Pennsylvania originally. Uh, and there's this art center called the Goggle Works. I was working there and um, 
like, I just wanted to make art. Like that was how I dealt with my anxiety and my like stuff. I would just paint every day and it would like help me like work through things. I put music on. Um, I did this one to one Led Zeppelin song over and over and over again because my brain likes that sort of thing. John always is like, why can why do you just listen to one song? I'm like, I don't know. It just lights up the dopamine in the right way. Um, so then, yeah, I did, I did one and sold it. Um, I sold a bunch of paintings. I worked at, at this, um, uh, I had two jobs. I was working at the AAA and my boss at the time was super supportive. She's like, I love your art, bring it in. So I bring it in. I literally was selling paintings out of my like car trunk. Like people would just buy them. It was so weird. So I sold like 76 paintings in a year or something. And I did like a bunch of, sh I did a couple shows. I did some out here when I moved out. Um, and then I don't know, like, when I'm depressed, it's really hard to make art. It's really hard to do anything. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just sort of like took a break for a while, but yeah, I just, I got back into it. Like he was like, you should do magic cards. And mm -hmm. here I am. It was the paint pens. The paint pens are excellent. It's oh my gosh. Like the convenience. I think that. Well, and you. it helps me like do the detail and stuff. Like with the brush, it's like very uncomfortable for me to try to like, maneuver it the way I want it to be when it's fine right. detail. Right. Sometimes you just need the right tools to be like just a little bit easier and then it just unlocks a, a ton of stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what I felt like. It felt like it unlocked things and like things just like started coming together. And then with the album mm. project, I was like, I think this would be really cool to listen like somebody's favorite album and like just see what happens. That's actually quite creative. Like is it it's just you just thought of that one day or like yeah, yeah, I, I guess. Like, I don't really remember the process. I mean, you would always listen to certain albums and things. That's true. I listen to a lot of Coheed. So you probably just thought. Okay. Is that your favorite artist, Coheed? Yes. I'm a huge fan. Like, I've seen them, like, six times. The very first time we went to go see them in concert, I wore flip-flops because I didn't know better. He let me go into a Coheed concert and freaking flip -flops. I actually don't know what's wrong with going to a Coheed concert in flip-flops. Okay, it, well, thank you. Like, so... Is when there like up, a lot I of had... spittle or is there, is there no. like a, is it rain all the time <laughs> yeah, or what? Well, so I went to concerts when I was with like, live with my parents, they would take me to concerts where you would just sit, you would sit and watch and it was nice. And then, so we went to this one and it was at this like skate park or something. It was at a roller derby arena, which was a really weird place <laughs> for a show. It was cool. Um, but I, I walk in in flip-flops and at Kohi concerts, you just like, everybody kind of like is very close. Like you just like, you like get all scrunched. And like you kind of like sway and stuff and like if you need like um like a chiropractic adjustment you'll probably get one there for free like people just okay. kind of like are, oh god and you're just like up in each other's business and you're all sweaty and like it's, it's packed so... and people push and the crowd kind of yeah. goes in waves but it's so... really fun and like it's like oh i don't know i don't know how to describe it it's but if you're trying to keep your shoes on it's hard it's really hard <laughs> like <laughs> i see so you can lose yes. your flip-flops in the, in the movements. Okay. Okay. And I didn't know she had flip-flops flip on until we got there. Well, and I'm like, you're wearing flip-flops? Like, <laughs> like, know? It was summer. Like that. I just always wore flip-flops. How was I supposed yeah. to know that you'd never been to a, a real concert before? <laughs> I don't know. We just, I just found out the hard way. And was that's there, the was there also, time. was there also moshing at the concert? Like just people yeah. getting, getting wild. Okay. But not really moshing, but like. People move around a lot. Mm hmm Like. Yeah. And they, um, they just like, they get super close. Like it's, mm -hmm. um, 
It's at every Coheed concert. Some other concerts are like that too, but I don't know. Coheed's like really special. Like yeah, mm. Coheed's one of the few bands from that era who still has like a fun crowd. Like I used yeah. to go to a lot of um, kind of like punk shows in the early 2000s. And that's what a lot of shows felt like back then. Yeah. Um, like yeah. everybody's even okay so they do like the mosh pit and stuff but if somebody like falls they help them back up right away and like, mm-hmm. like are you that's all right a, that's like every mosh pit well i thought mosh pits were not like that no the friendliest place on earth is a mosh pit <laughs> spoken like a real musician I, I like that. <laughs> yeah um I, man i can't remember the last time i went to a live concert like do you guys still go to live concerts quite yeah. a bit yeah we just went to um who was it the contortionists they were pretty oh, good okay they were great okay, okay but yes um uh, yeah and then before that was kogi right yeah we got, we, COVID. we got COVID. yeah uh okay okay <laughs> and i'm not gonna say it was worth it but if anything was worth it it was that show because their new mm. album is like insane it's so good i've listened to it like a hundred times already and like some of the songs like more than that Mm-hmm. I sing in the shower. I'm very, I love to sing in the shower. So it's always, I have this like shower playlist and it's like very specific. Lots mm-hmm. of coding on it. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent. I got to get one of your commissions. I, I, even though there's no way for me to get the actual art, I, I would love for you to just, do you just mean? do one. Like I'm in China, so I don't, I don't even know how easy it is to mail stuff oh. over here. I, I, can I not send them there? I mean, you could, like, there's, a there's a, there's a long yeah. customs process. Like wizards has tried to send me stuff and it's gotten, uh, like just trapped for months before I finally got it. Um, oh, gosh. but I'm actually going back to North America in the next like one to two months. So maybe it, like, it, I don't know how busy you are with your commissions, but like, maybe if it lines up, you could, you could get us sent to, to, <laughs> to the U S or a Canadian address or something. I don't, I have no yeah. idea. So, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it. I don't know. I, I kind of like, I, I kind of ran out of questions here. Um, yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's just really great talking to the both of you and thank you for agreeing to do this. Yeah. Did we hit enough tangents? <laughs> I'm a tangent person. I think tangents are interesting. Oh, I, I love tangents, man. I, I think <laughs> I was telling somebody like, I think my podcast should just be called tangents of magic because like I told you guys before we started recording, like if we just talked about magic, the episode will be a complete failure. Like that's not what I'm yeah. about. I'm not here to like do some sort of like 17 lens draft guide with you. Like <laughs> I, I love this stuff. I love just, yeah. I, I want people to listen to this and just be like, Oh, this is who Jamie and John are as people. Like, I hope that people can, can watch or listen to this and kind of get a, a sense. And, and I think we've, we kind of reached that, that goal if, if you will. So it's, I love it. So, yeah. Cool. So, um, last question for you, Jamie. Uh, what is the best place for people to find you on the internet or where you would like to be found? Oh, uh, well, I'm always on Twitch and Twitter at, and those are both at Jamie Topples. Um, please hold me to this. I want to make a TikTok where I do time-lapse videos of my stuff. Cause it's really cool. Like oh, painting. paintings. Yes. I was pointing cool. to the painting, so, but that doesn't. So the anybody. TikTok is coming in the future. You will, you will get that. I, I think so. I think it would be really cool. Um, so my friend Melvin showed me an example of what it would look like and it, it's, it's awesome. Like, I don't, I don't really know how I do it so fast. Like it just kind of happens. It's amazing that he can edit videos with those tiny hands. Yeah. Yeah. He can't, impressive. He can't even separate his fingers. 
<laughs> maybe uh, maybe he outsources to his cousin. The is it the blue one or the red one? Maybe they have better. The hands, red one is Sullivan. So. Melvin's the blue okay. man, yeah. And then TJ's yeah. also a muppet. That's kind of the joke. Yeah, well, well. I am too. Okay. We're all Are you an honor? You're an honorary muppet. Is that? The I idea? think so. I mean, I do flail a lot. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, actually, I lied. There's one more question. Um, okay. How, what, what, your, your nickname, right? You have, uh, how many nicknames do you have? I don't know. Don't do you, you mean, have, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, like, how did you get your nickname? Was it like some, okay. something that like people gave to you or did you Christian yourself that or what? Well, sort of. So I was, I am very clumsy. Like I'm always just like not very aware of where my body is. Like I hit my limbs on things, my head on things. My back, everything. She falls down a lot. I do. I just like, I lose my balance and like fall over. Um, I just get like very startled easily. Like one time we have these like cat tubes and he just like hid in one in the, in the hallway, like by standing in it. Like he wasn't really hiding. And I come out and I'm like, did I like fall over? Yeah. <laughs> like, I just was like, I don't know. I get like really surprised because I guess I'm, I've been living in my head for a long time. And that's a big part of it, right? So I just get, like, distracted. Um, so topples comes from being clumsy, like, topple over. But then I didn't realize how close it was to, like, the forbidden joke is what we call it on my channel. Like, it's very close to top topless. Oh, I never made that <laughs> connection. Right? Like, I never did either. But a lot of people were like, oh, it looks, it looks similar. So, like, every, I don't know. In the beginning, it was a lot. And it's still a fair amount. Of yeah. And so I'm just like, like, I'm just like, have you ever just Why aren't you talking to this? Right. Like, I've never thought about that. Oh, yeah. What kind of perverts on the internet? I'm just kidding. Well, like, there, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it either. Like, it, I'm, there's no judgment. It's just like, I'm playing magic on Twitch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So it was like maybe three months into her streaming that someone alerted us to this fact and we're like, ah, oh, it's too late to change the name. <laughs> and it probably wasn't right. Like I probably could have rebranded at that point, but like, it's cute. I like topples. Like I, that's what Olivia calls me. Like I just, I think it's mm -hmm. a cute nickname and yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so that's not your actual last name, right? That's, that's your, no. like your, your artistic name, pen name. Yeah. Uh, my, my last name is Rigotti and that's what he goes by on Twitch is Rigotti. So. If you okay. see Dragati and wait, that's my last name. Chat saying sassy things. That's him. Uh, are you so you're you're both uh, Italian? Like the heritage is Italian. Well, we're married, so she took my last name. Yeah. Okay, so I'm so not... John is Italian. You're you're Italian by by heritage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All yeah. right. You, you All can right. tell because my name sounds like a pasta. Yes. It's pretty easy. Okay. How fluent is your Italian? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> Okay. I don't know. Uh, have you seen Inglorious Bastards? I speak it about as well as Brad Pitt in that movie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's a good answer. Um, so, yeah. so Jamie, John, thank you so much for um, doing this with me today. I really, really appreciate it. I hope you and your, your cats and dog have a great rest of the evening where you are. Thanks. Thank you. This was great.